0: Welcome to the Woke is podcast. I'm Joshua Stanko, as always, and I am preparing to give you my live reaction review to President Biden's State of the Union address. It's airing right now, and I have no doubt, no doubt that it is going to be just awful, just absolutely awful. Um, but in any event, hopefully I can help lighten things up a little bit, shall we? So with that in mind, let's roll right into it. Okay. All of the very, very important people here. Hey, it's Al Sharpton.
1: Madam Speaker, the President, President of the United, United States. States.
0: And Joe Biden looks different, he's got longer hair. And a woman, apparently, apparently as well. Wo- oh no, nope, there he is, right in the back. Yes, yes. Let's see,
1: maybe. Let's go. Let's see, and then I'll
0: get you a Why do all of our elected representatives look like they've had their faces removed and then stretched out and then stapled back over their skulls? Like, is there anybody in this room that has not had like? Immense plastic surgery done. (laughs) Joe's moving kind of slow tonight. I'm really curious to see how long it's going to take him into his uh, his speech before he starts to lose energy like he did the last time. He does seem to be going really slow. I don't I don't know. It, it was pretty apparent the first time that he did this uh, in 2021, you know, uh, that they had juiced him with something or other and it had worn off like halfway through the speech. It doesn't look like he's on anything tonight. Is it 9:07 Eastern? What time was he supposed to go on? I gotta look this up. This guy's always showing up late.
1: Members of Congress, I have the high. Privilege and
0: yeah, so he's seven minutes late. A
1: to you, he's always
0: showing the
1: up late. Thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you all very much. Do you guys notice that Kamala Harris and Pelosi look like, uh, like the old guys from the Muppets? Is it Statler and Wal- Walder- Walder- Waldorf up there? <laughs> thank you all very, very much. Just look at them. They look like the old guys from the Muppets up there. Oh,
1: maybe somebody should take a seat. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President, our First Lady and Second Gentleman, Members of Congress and the Cabinet, Justice of the Supreme Court, my fellow Americans. Last year, COVID-19 kept us apart. This year, we're finally together again. Tonight. Tonight, we meet as Democrats, Republicans, and independents, but most importantly, as Americans, with the duty to one another, to America, to the American people, to the Constitution, and an unwavering resolve that freedom will always triumph over tyranny. Not if you're not willing to defend it.
0: Somebody's behaving tyrannical against you and you just stand there and do nothing, freedom doesn't win. Freedom requires protection. — Six days
1: ago, Russia's Vladimir Putin sought to shake the very foundations of the free world, thinking he could make it bend to his menacing ways. But he badly miscalculated. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. — And He thought that you would roll over, and you did he never anticipated or imagined.
0: Not your wall of strength. Ukrainian people. He's got that right at the very least.
1: And President Zelensky, to, the, to every Ukrainian, their fearlessness, their courage, their determination. Oops, slurring his words already. Inspires the world. Groups of citizens blocking tanks with their bodies. Everyone, from students to retirees to teachers, turned soldiers, defending their homeland. And in this struggle, President Zelensky said in his speech to the European Parliament, light will win over darkness. The Ukrainian ambassador to the United States is here tonight, sitting with the First Lady. Let each of us, if you're able to stand, stand and send an unmistakable <laughs> signal to the world to Ukraine. God,
0: I uh I'm not proud of the jokes that are going through my head. It's just that that scene in Big Fat Liar. <laughs> you sure you're not the you sure you're not the ambassador for Twinkies?
1: <laughs> so me.
0: God, I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> oh man.
1: Yes. We, the United States of America, stand with the Ukrainian people. Throughout okay. our history, we've learned this lesson. When dictators do not pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos. No shit. Keep moving. And the cost, the threats to America and America to the world keeps rising. That's why the NATO alliance was created to secure peace and stability in Europe after World War II. The United States is a member along with 29 other nations. It matters. American diplomacy matters. American resolve matters. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. No shit, you knew about this back in November and you did nothing for months. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. That's Kevin Bacon's gay brother. In this chamber, in this nation, he thought he could divide us in Europe as well. But Putin was wrong. He was wrong about Europe. He wasn't wrong about the U.S. United and that's what we did. We stayed united. You did absolutely nothing. You did absolutely
0: nothing to add to that, the united, 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 united countries out there. Nothing. To the
1: Asian and African continents, to confront Putin.
0: Those countries united as a result of American weakness, not strength, you
1: feckle old man. We shared with the world in advance what we knew Putin was planning and precisely how we would try to falsify and justify his aggression. We countered Russia's lies with the truth. And now, now that he's acted, the free world is holding him accountable, along with 27 members of the European Union, including France, Germany, Italy, as well as countries like the United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, Korea, Australia, New Zealand, and many others, even Switzerland, are inflicting pain on Russia and supporting the people of Ukraine. Who would have guessed the Swedes would have done anything?
0: I'm sorry, the Swiss, rather. Together. Together. Look at these sycophants.
1: Together, along with our allies, we are right now enforcing powerful economic sanctions. We're cutting off Russia's largest banks from in the international financial system, preventing Russia's central bank. Not all their banks, Canadian though?
0: Russell Ruble. Ruble. <laughs> <laughs> War fund
1: worthless. <laughs> We're, choking Russia's access. We're choking Russia's access to technology that will sap its economic strength and weaken its military for years to come. Tonight, I say to the Russian oligarchs and the corrupt leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent regime, no more. The United States — I mean it. I
0: mean it. I'm glad you mean it. Thank God. For a second, I was worried that you had no balls. The Department
1: of Justice is assembling a dedicated task force to go after the crimes of the Russian oligarchs. We're joining with European allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their private jets. We're coming for you, ill begotten gains. And tonight, I'm an. This
0: guy doesn't know how to speak. We're coming for you, you ill begotten (laughs) gains.
1: And adding additional squeeze on their economy.
0: Taking their yachts isn't going to do shit. Who gives a shit about a yacht?
1: The ruble has already lost 30% of its value. The Russian stock market has lost 40% of its value, and trading remains suspended. The Russian economy is reeling, and Putin alone is the one to blame, together with our allies. It's not entirely to blame. He was just enacting on American weakness. You share a part of that blame up there, Chief. Economic assistance, humanitarian assistance, We're giving more than a billion dollars of direct assistance to Ukraine and we'll continue to aid Ukrainian people as they defend their country and help ease their suffering.
0: But only after the invasion, right? Right, before the invasion, we couldn't do anything. We had to wait until innocent people started dying before we actually started providing tangible aid to the Ukrainians, you feckless piece of crap.
1: Our forces are not engaged and will not engage in the conflict with Russian forces in Ukraine. Why would you even announce that? Why would you even announce that? In the event that Putin decides to keep moving west, for that purpose, we have mobilized the Letting
0: the whole world know,
1: Putin, we will do
0: everything in our power other than fight back against you.
1: Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia, and as I've made crystal clear. The United States and our allies will defend every inch of territory that is NATO territory with the full force of our collective power, every single inch. If this cocksucker really believed
0: any of those NATO nations were in danger, do you think he would be sending troops there? Of course not. He's sending troops to places where they're not actually needed. And there is no strategic gain to be had in announcing that you're not going to send troops into combat. He could just not send
1: them. He doesn't have to announce it. Putin has unleashed violence and chaos, but while he may make gains on the battlefield, he'll pay a continuing high price over the long run. And a pound of Ukrainian people, the proud, proud people, pound for pound, ready to fight with every inch of energy they have. They've known 30 years of independence, have repeatedly shown that they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. To all Americans, I'll be honest with you, as I always promised I would be. A Russian dictator <laughs> fa- invading a foreign country has cost around the world. And I'm taking robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at Russian economy and that we use every tool at our disposal to protect American businesses and consumers. Tonight, by limiting your sanctions against Russia, we worked with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil from reserves around the world. Oh my god. We use
0: like what, 20, 30 million barrels of oil every single day? That, what is that, a few days' worth of gas? That's posturing. and It's complete and utter posturing. He will do everything to limit the impact on our economy other than opening our oil reserves and cutting off our dependency on Russia for gas. He'll hit sanctions against Russia, except he'll keep paying them for their sole export, which is gas. When
1: the history of this era is written, Putin's war in Ukraine will have left Russia weaker and the rest of the world stronger. Well, unless he uses nukes,
0: which one, President uh, Biden has still yet to properly address
1: in any capacity. And while it shouldn't have taken, while it shouldn't have taken something so terrible for people Rhino, Mitch McConnell. What's at stake? Now everyone sees it clearly. We see the unity among leaders of nations, a more unified Europe, a more unified West. We see unity among the people who are gathering in cities and large crowds around the world, even in Russia, to demonstrate their support for the people of Ukraine. In the battle between democracy and autocracies, democracies are rising to the moment, and the world is clearly choosing the side of peace and security. This is the real test. Well, they're choosing more self-interest than anything. ...from the iron will of the Ukrainian people to our fellow Ukrainian-Americans who forge the deep bond that connects our two nations. We stand with you. We stand with you. Putin may circle key... You don't stand with them. We stand behind them. There's a distinction there. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom, and he will never, never weaken the resolve of the free world. You weakened your resolve pretty damn well. We meet tonight in an America that has lived through two of the hardest years this nation has ever faced. The pandemic has been punishing, and so many families are living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to keep up with the rising cost of food, gas, housing and so much more. Virtually all of that is because of you. My dad had to leave his home in Scranton, Pennsylvania. To pumped work. trillions of dollars into the economy, in family, inflating the U.S. dollar. You paid people to stay home. Frick, screwed up unemployment. One of the first things I did as president was fight to pass the American Rescue Plan. Because people were hurting. We needed to act. People are hurting because of the American Rescue Plan, you cuck. ...critical moment in our history to lift us out of a crisis. It fueled our efforts to vaccinate the nation and combat COVID-19. Look at Nancy Pelosi Kamala Harris. It's like three of the ugliest
0: people in the world. You have Kamala Harris up there who looks like Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. She looks like a dude. Just look at her. (laughs) You got Nancy Pelosi with her smug smile on her ever-corroding face. I think she's been dead for like 60 years
1: combined with Biden. It's just like, it's like the Three Stooges. What the hell? the top 1% of Americans, the American Rescue Plan. The American Rescue Plan helped working people. Look at that cuck. Now he's standing up, yeah. The
0: American Rescue Plan left everybody behind because it crippled our economy. Look at these morons patting themselves on the back. Look at the job that we did. We spent money that didn't need to be spent. We paid people to stay home. We screwed up the economy. We inflated the U.S. dollar. We had the Fed reduce uh, interest on loans, handing out cheap debt. It worked. we created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy... It must be why there are like 10 million open jobs in this country. Jobs just last year. Whoop-de-doo. Jobs. Whoop-de-doo. War in the history of the United States of America. You started out when the economy was at zero. Everything was shut down. If you go from like 100 open jobs to 1000 open jobs, look at that. That's like a 1000% 10% 100% increase or sorry, a
1: 1000% increase. For too long, for the past 40 years, we were told that tax break for those at the top and benefits would trickle down and everyone would would benefit. But that trickle down theory led to a weaker economic growth that is Lower unbelievable horse crap. ...gap between the top and everyone else and in, in nearly a century. Look. That's unbelievable horse crap. Ran for office, ...and I realize we have fundamental disagreements on this, but ran for office with a new economic vision for America. Invest in America. Wealth
0: redistribution leads to mass poverty and unemployment up the wazoo. Okay, trickle down economics, the idea that somebody starts a business, that business becomes profitable. You hire people, you bring them into your business, and you pay them a paycheck and cover their health care as negotiated in those contracts when you initially hire them. That works. That is free market capitalism. That's the American dream. And these people who've been living off the government died all of their freaking lives talking to us about economics is just
1: rich. Give me a break. in the world won't be able to compete for the jobs of the 21st century if we don't fix it. That's why it was so important to pass the bipartisan infrastructure law. And I thank my Republican friends to join, to invest. In All
0: of the Republicans that signed off on that infrastructure bill should be primaried. They should be kicked out of office. They gave them a needless win. They should have let them own it. All those Republicans need to be gone. I think there was like 11 or 13 of them need to be gone.
1: about infrastructure weeks.
0: Anybody who sides with Joey Tribbiani's grandfather up there needs to be primary. It's
1: going to, it's going to transform America to put us in a path to win the economic competition of the 21st century that we face with the rest of the world, particularly China. We're $30 trillion in debt. What are you talking about? It's never been a good bet to bet against the American people. We'll create good jobs for millions of Americans, modernizing roads. Ted Cruz looking like he wants to be literally anywhere other than there. To withstand the devastating effects of climate change and promote environmental justice. We'll build a national... It's those
0: policies that's led to gas being as expensive as it is before the Ukraine conflict. So
1: every child, every American has clean water to drink at home and at
0: school. Find me a child in America today who doesn't have clean water.
1: Provide affordable, high-speed internet for every American, rural, suburban, urban, and tribal communities. 4,000 projects have already been announced. Many of you have announced them in your districts. And tonight, I'm announcing that this year, we will start fixing over 65,000 miles of highway and 1,500 bridges in disrepair. That's what state and local taxes and toll
0: booths are for. You don't need the federal government collecting even more taxes to pay for something that the states are responsible for repairing themselves anyways.
1: it's just insanity. To rebuild America, we're going to do it by buying America. Yeah. Buy American products. What does that even mean? He's just speaking in platitudes. What does that even mean? Spends about $600 billion a year to keep this country safe and secure. There's been a law on the books for almost... Federal a, government doesn't have any
0: money. Federal government spends $600 billion of my money and your money every, every single
1: year. Democrat and Republican. On needless spending that cripples our economy. We're actually doing it. We'll buy America to make sure every, everything from the deck of an aircraft carrier to the steel on highway guardrails is made in America from beginning to end. All of it. All of it. Whoop-de-freaking-do. But folks,
0: how is that relevant to the, need, to
1: the necessity of the spending? We also need a living playing field with China and other competitors. That's why it's so important to pass the Bipartisan Innovation Act sitting in Congress that will make record investments in emerging technologies and American manufacturing. We used to invest almost 2% of our GDP in research and development.
0: You estimated a 2% in growth of our economic growth over the course of the next several years, which is awful, by the way, and was still off. You think spending even more money, digging us even further into debt is gonna help that? Give me a break. How are we supposed to compete anybody on the, the world economic stage if we're trillions of dollars in debt with 2% growth? That's awful.
1: Intel, the American company that helped build Silicon Valley, is going to build a $20 billion semiconductor mega-site, up to eight state-of-the-art factories in one place, 10,000 new jobs, and in those factories, the average job of about $135,000 a year, some of the most sophisticated manufacturing in the world to make computer chips the size of a fingertip, the power of the world in everyday lives. From smartphones, technology the, the internet, technology is yet to be invented.
0: I wanna know how the guy who is mandating that 30 to 40 percent of the American people be fired from their jobs for not taking a vaccine gets off talking about job numbers. He doesn't give a shit about job numbers. He doesn't care about any of this. This is all just posturing. Look at these sycophants.
1: Pat came to see me and he told me they're ready to increase their investment from $20 billion to $100 billion. That would be the biggest investment in manufacturing in American history. And all they're waiting for is for you to pass this bill. So let's not wait any longer. Send it to my desk, I'll sign it, and we'll really take off in a big way.
0: This guy has been wrong every single economic issue since taking office. Every single one of the things he's been bragging about, the infrastructure bill, the Rescue America plan, right? All of these things have crippled our economy wildly. Yet we're supposed to believe that this is gonna help anything.
1: Companies are choosing to build new factories here when just a few years ago they would have gone
0: overseas. Bullshit, more companies were coming to the U.S. under Trump. They were all fleeing under you. Creating 11,000 jobs across the country. All companies, all these major companies are moving to red states, not blue states. They're leaving California,
1: Massachusetts, and New York. Jobs in Michigan. All told, 369,000 new manufacturing jobs were created in America last year alone. Cindy Lou, who's grandmother over there. Folks. Hey, it's Erkel. Powered by people I've met like Jojo Burgess from f- generations of union steel workers in Pittsburgh, who's here tonight. Where are you, Jojo? You got 60,000 people fired, or laid off, rather,
0: in Pennsylvania when you got rid of fracking, cuck.
1: Sheriff Brown says it's time to bury the label Rust Belt. It's time to see the the what used to be called the Rust Belt become the the, the the home. He's so bad at this. Significant resurgence of manufacturing. And with all the bright spots in our economy, I guess
0: all those those sixty thousand people you got laid off are going to have to do something else, right?
1: Inflation is robbing them of gains they thought otherwise they would be able to feel. Where'd the inflation come from, Joey? That's why my top priority is getting prices under control. Look, our By spending more money. money. But the pandemic meant that businesses had a hard time hiring enough people because of the pandemic- to keep Because you were paying them to stay home. So you didn't have people making those- beams that went into buildings because they were out. The factory was closed. Oh, my God. It also disrupted the global supply chain. Factories close. When that happens, it takes longer to make goods and get them to the warehouses, to the stores, and go, prices go up. Look at cars last year. One- it is amazing how he's completely rewriting history right in front of our faces here. To make all the cars that people wanted to buy. And guess what? Prices of automobiles went way up. He's trying to pin inflation
0: entirely on the pandemic. The pandemic was over March of last year when we had vaccines rolling out, but he continued to have people paid to stay home. He continued to pump money into an economy that was opening up and was going to receive a natural economic boon anyway. He had the Fed hand out cheap debt. (laughs) Inflation happened under him. The pandemic happened under Trump. Things are worse than ever under him because of his
1: policies. innovation in America. More goods moving faster and cheaper in America. More jobs where you can earn a good living in America. Instead of relying on foreign supply chains, let's make it in America.
0: Great, let's pump gas in America so we don't have to depend on foreign entities like Russia and Saudi Arabia let set trade deals with Mexico and set up manufacturing over there and remove China as a place that we're relying on for our goods and services.
1: Economists call this increasing the productive capacity of our economy. I call it building a better America. Everything is drastically worse under his leadership, and this is building a better America. Cost and lower the deficit. 17 Nobel laureates in economics said my plan will ease long term inflationary pressures. Top business. Oh, well, I'm sure they know what they're talking
0: about. Support the plan. I mean, Goldman Sachs, they haven't been wrong about inflation being uh, endemic at this point, have they?
1: We pay more for the same drug produced by the same company in America than any other country in the world. Just look at insulin. One in 10 Americans has diabetes. In Virginia, I met a 13-year-old boy, the handsome young man standing up there, Joshua Davis. Oh, my God. I didn't like using children as political pawns. ...type 1 diabetes, which means they need insulin every single day. Insulin costs about $10 a vial to make. That's what it costs the the pharmaceutical company. But drug companies charge families like Joshua and his dad up to 30 times that amount. I spoke with Joshua's mom. Imagine what it's like to look at your child who needs insulin to stay healthy. There we are, there we are.
0: If you don't agree with him on his policy right here, it's because you don't care about that little kid. This is such an insidious thing to do, to use children as political puns, it is always sickening expect yourself to be Barack Obama did this all the time if you don't agree with me about my prescription for you know, you know uh firearms in this country it's because you don't care about the children of Sandy Hook Joe Biden can go screw himself <clears throat> go screw yourself
1: Joe for Joshua and 200,000 other young people with type 1 diabetes let's cap the cost of insulin $35 a month so every- yeah, that won't
0: screw up medical ingenuity in this country at all. And drug companies will do very, very
1: well. Their profit margin. They'll leave the states. I know we have great disagreements on this floor with this. Let's let Medicare negotiate the price of prescription drugs. This man's out of his damn mind. They already set the price for VA drugs. Look, the American Rescue Plan
0: is yeah, and uh, medical care for veterans is just stellar, right? There hasn't been any issues with veterans receiving medical care in this country before, right? Permanent.
1: Second, let's cut energy costs for families, an average of $500 a year by combating climate change. Let provide. Are you insane? Tax credits to weatherize your home and your business to be energy efficient and get a tax credit for it. Double America's clean energy. Talk to Texas. Was there
0: alternative energies helping them during the winter storm last year? dollars a month. That- what about Germany, right? They switched over to clean energy. That's why they are solely reliant on Russia for fuel. Clean energy isn't reliable. It doesn't produce enough energy. It costs a lot of money.
1: It's cut the cost of childcare.
0: Cut the cost of childhood. Okay, now he's just he's just speaking in bumper sticker democratic slogans right here. Let's cut the cost of medicine. Let's cut the cost of electricity. Let's cut the cost of, uh, <laughs> of child care. Great. How? How is your bill going to do that? How is spending trillions of dollars of my money and the American people's money going to help people do that? It's not. I
1: had a mom and dad, a brother and a sister that really helped.
0: $30 trillion have been spent on the war on poverty since the 1970s, 1960s, 1970s. There are just as many poor people in America today as there were back then.
1: Childcare in half for most families. Baloney. And help parents, Including millions of women who left the workforce during the pandemic because they couldn't afford childcare to be able to get back to work, generating economic growth. But my plan doesn't stop there. It also includes... The vast majority of women who leave the workforce to take care of their children don't come back
0: regardless.
1: All these will lower costs to families. Under my plan, nobody, let me say this again, nobody earning less than $400,000 a year will pay an additional penny in new taxes.
0: Bullshit. That doesn't include corporations and LLCs. I may be wrong, but my guess I run an LLC for this show right here. So if my show makes over $400,000 before expenses, I could have my taxes hit. Lots of small LLCs make that much money. let
1: make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share.
0: And there's a lot of costs associated
1: with running corporations and companies. He's just lying. And like Chris Coons and Tom Carper and my distinguished congresswoman, we come from the land of corporate America. There are more corporations incorporated in America than every other state in America combined. And I still won 36 years in a row. The point is, even they understand you should pay just a fair share. Last year... What is a
0: fair share?
1: What does that even mean? Companies ...earned $40 billion in profit and paid zero in federal taxes. Now look, it's not fair. That's why I proposed the 15% minimum tax rate for corporations. Right, it's not fair that people who
0: assume risk and spend years being debt and working paycheck to paycheck to build something awesome should have 60, 70, 80 percent of their income be taken by the government because it's not fair that they assume the risk and put in the work and made the sacrifices and are starting to reap the rewards. They have the audacity to try and reap the rewards. Not to mention all net taxes in this country are paid by wealthy individuals. All of it after you factor in tax breaks and federal incentives and other tax credits. Lower the cost of families. So, what are we waiting for? Rich people pay all the net taxes in this country anyway, so what the hell does that even mean, the fair share?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Folks. And while you're at it, confirm my nominees for the Federal Reserve, which plays a critical role in fighting inflation. Don't confirm his Why? nominees and give families a fair shot, it will lower the deficit. The previous administration not only ballooned the deficit with those tax cuts... You spent over $10 trillion.
0: ...undermine the
1: watchdogs, the job of those to keep pandemic relief funds being wasted. Remember we had those debates about whether or not those watchdogs should be able to see every day how much money was being spent, where was it going to the right place? But in my administration, the watchdogs are back... Thank
0: God. Now the IRS can see when I take $500 out of my Venmo. Small
1: business in millions of Americans. Tonight, I'm announcing that the Justice Department will soon name a chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. <laughs> Look! Well, I will confess, not
0: having any restrictions on pandemic aid was not a very smart idea. I'll give him
1: that. By the end of this year, the deficit will be down to less than half of what it was before I took office. That is unfettered bullshit. Cut the deficit by more than $1 trillion in a single year. Lowering your cost also meant demanding more competition. I'm a capitalist.
0: that's why you want to tax the rich into bankruptcy that's why you want to control the cost of medicine that's why you want to ban gasoline and force people to take up windmills Is because you're a capitalist you don't get to call yourself a capitalist and talk about the rich
1: paying their fair share I need not tell some of my republican friends from those states Guess what? They're all Republicans in farming states. That's it. You play with them, or you don't get to play at all. And you pay a hell of a lot more. A hell of a lot more because there's only four. See what's happening with ocean carriers and <clears throat> moving goods in and out of America. <clears throat> <clears throat> About half a dozen or less foreign-owned companies. There's a
0: transportation secretary who decided to take a two-month break to raise the child that he adopted
1: Tonight, during a shipping crisis. ...to those companies overcharging American businesses and consumers. Yeah. And folks. The idea
0: that inflation is because of corporate greed is just a complete lie. A complete lie. Saying that the corporate greed just started existing once he took office? Where was this corporate greed under Trump? ...and costs have gone
1: up. That ends on my watch. Good make luck with that, man. Set ...higher standards for nursing homes and make sure your loved ones get the care they deserve and that they inspect and they will look at closely. We're also going to cut costs to keep the economy going strong and giving workers a fair shot. Provide more training and apprenticeships. Hire them based on skills, not just their degrees. Let's pass the Paycheck Fairness Act and paid leave. (laughs) Raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And extend the child. I'm sorry, I've got to rewind this just a second. Let's increase
0: Pell Grants,
1: increase (laughs) our historic support for (laughs) HBCUs. But capitalism without competition is not capitalism. Capitalism without competition is exploitation, it drives up profits. When corporations have to compete, their profits go up and your prices go up when they don't have to compete. Small businesses and family farmers and ranchers, I need not tell some of my Republican friends from those states. Guess what? You got four basic meatpacking facilities. That's it. You play with them, or you don't get to play at all. And you pay a hell of a lot more, a hell of a lot more because there's only four. See what's happening with ocean carriers and moving goods in and out of America. During the pandemic, about half a dozen or less foreign-owned companies raised prices by as much as 1,000% and made record profits. Tonight, I'm announcing a crackdown on those companies overcharging American businesses and consumers. And folks, he's going to
0: wreck everything. <laughs>
1: And as Wall Street firms take over more nursing homes, quality in those homes has gone down, and costs have gone up. That ends on my watch. Medicare is going to set higher standards for nursing homes and make sure your loved ones get the care they deserve and that they inspect and they will look at closely. We're also going to cut costs to keep the economy going strong and giving workers a fair shot, provide more training and apprenticeships, higher them based on skills, not just their degrees. Let's pass the Paycheck fairness Act and pay leave.
0: Great. It's funny the guy who said that he was hiring a Supreme Court justice because of the color of her skin and her gender is talking about hiring people based on skills.
1: Let's increase Pell grants, increase our historic support for HBCUs and invest in what Jill? Our First Lady, who teaches full time, calls America's best kept secret community colleges. Yeah. Look,
0: let's we'll say community uh, colleges are
1: America's when best American kept secret. Want a former union, they shouldn't be able to be stopped. Yeah, they should. When we invest in our workers and we build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out together, we can do something we haven't done in a long time build a better America. For more than two years, COVID has impacted every decision in our lives and the life of this nation. And I know you're tired, frustrated, and exhausted. That doesn't even count the close to a million people who sit at a dining room table or a kitchen table and look at an empty chair because they lost somebody. But I also know this. Because of the progress... I couldn't tell
0: if he just lost his breath right curious, there or if he was intentionally trying to act.
1: ...that we have been provided by this Congress Tonight, I can say we're moving forward safely, back to more normal routines. We've reached a new moment in the fight against COVID-19, where severe cases are down to a level not seen since July of last year. Just a few days ago, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention issued a new mask guideline. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm sure that had nothing to do with the midterms in this State of the Union address.
1: And based on projections, based on projections, more of the country will reach a. Isn't that just magical? Next couple of weeks. And thanks to the progress we've made in the past year, COVID 19 no longer need control our lives. I know some are talking about living with COVID 19. Yep. There it is. Him claiming to have ended the pandemic. We'll continue to combat the virus as we do other diseases because this virus mutates and spreads, we have to stay on guard.
0: And here are four- con- translation, the virus mutates and spreads, so we may need to take your rights away stay protected. at any given point down the road. We know
1: how incredibly effective vaccines are. If you're vaccinated and boosted, you have the highest degree of protection and will never give up on vaccinating more Americans. Now, I know parents with kids under five are eager to see their vaccines authorized for their children. Scientists are working hard to get that done. We'll be ready with plenty of vaccines if and when they do. We're all ready. We we are also ready with antiviral treatments. If you get COVID-19, the Pfizer pill reduces your chances of ending up in the hospital by 90 percent. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. Pfizer is working overtime to get us a million pills this month and more than double that next month. And now we're launching the test-to-treat initiative so people can get tested at a pharmacy, and if they prove positive, receive the antiviral pills on the spot at no cost. (laughs) Folks, if if you're immunocompromised or have some other vulnerability, we have treatments and free high-quality masks. We're leaving no one behind or ignoring anyone's needs as we move forward. Unless you live in Florida. We've made hundreds of millions of tests available and you can order them for free to your doorstep. And we've already ordered free tests. If you've already ordered free tests tonight, I'm announcing you can order another group of tests. COVID, go to covidtest.gov starting next week and you can get more tests. Second, we must prepare for new variants. Over the past, we've gotten much better at detecting new variants. If necessary, we'll be able to develop new vaccines within 100 days instead of maybe months or years. And if Congress presides the funds we need, we'll have new stockpiles of tests, masks, pills ready if needed. I can't promise a new variant won't come. But I, I think c- the thing that's pissing me off the most is Nancy Pelosi's see smug face. If it does. Third, you <clears throat> can end the shutdown of schools and businesses. Why doesn't she just do what ghouls do and go back to their graves and die? and Fill our great downtowns again with people. People working from home can feel safe and begin to return to their offices. Good luck convincing your base to do that. You've spent two years
0: at this point Convincing them to go nuts. Good luck convincing your base to take their masks off and to start living their lives. Good luck..
1: You guys are screwed 75 percent of 75 percent of adult Americans fully vaccinated, and hospitalizations down by 77 percent. Most Americans can remove their masks and stay in the classroom and move forward safely.
0: What is he doing with his hands? It's
1: because we provided free vaccines, treatments, tests, and masks. Of course, continuing this costs money. So I'll not surprise you. I'll be back to see you all. And re- I'm going to soon send a request to Congress. The vast majority of Americans have used these tools and may want again. We may need them again. So I expect Congress, and I hope you'll pass that quickly. Fourth, we'll continue vaccinating the world. We've sent 475 million vaccine doses to 112 countries, more than any nation on Earth. We won't stop. Because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a a, a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. You know, we've lost so much in COVID-19. I can't comment on that without getting kicked off of YouTube. Much loss of life. Let's use this moment to reset. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it.
0: You've made it a partisan dividing line. Oh, my God, it's the race baiter. (laughs) Start
1: seeing each other for who we are.
0: Aged so much, her mouth is drooped six inches from where it originally was 70 years ago. <laughs> Every racist lie Maxine Water tells her mouth gets a
1: little bit more. <clears throat> We can't change how divided we've been. There's a long time in coming. But we can change how to move forward on COVID-19 and other issues that we must face together. I recently visited New York City Police Department days after the funerals of Officer Wilbur Mora and his partner, Officer Jason Rivera. You got some balls going there. Giving your party stand on defunding the police. Mora was 27 years old. Officer Rivera was 22 years old. Both Dominican-Americans who grew up in the same streets that they later chose to, parole, to uh, patrol as police officers. I spoke with their families, and I told them that we are forever in debt for their sacrifices and will carry on their mission to restore the trust and safety that every community deserves. Like some of you that have been around for a while, I've worked with you on these issues for a long time. I know it works investigating crime prevention and community policing, cops who walk the beat, who know the neighborhood, and who can restore trust and safety. Let's not abandon our streets or choose... They can't
0: do that if you rob them of trust and safety. If you defund them, they're not going to be there if there's no funding for cops. That's why the justice... It's not going to be rebuilding any trust and safety if you call them racist murderers.
1: ...restricted no-knocks warrants for its officers. That's why the American Rescue Plan that you all provided $350 billion that cities, states, and counties can use to hire more police invest in more proven strategies <clears throat> proven strategies like proven strategies like community violence interruption trusted messengers breaking the cycle of violence and trauma and giving young people some hope we should all agree the answer is not to defund the police, <laughs>
0: defund the police. <laughs> There's Biden flipping on a dime right there. Look at all of these hypocrites. You spent 3 years demanding defunding police. Now you're jumping on a dime because the crime rates and murder rates are spiking. I ask Democrats
1: and Republicans alike. To pass my budget and keep our neighborhoods The utter hypocrisy is just infuriating of ghost guns that you can buy online, assemble at home. That's not a thing. <laughs> Can't be traced. I asked Congress to pass proven measures to reduce gun violence.
0: The vast majority of firearm violence in this country, can you, guess, can you guess how much it has to do with ghost guns? Why? Why? Folks, Criminals are 3D printing
1: guns and using them in
0: gang shootings.
1: Capacity magazines will open a hundred rounds. You think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests? (laughs) Look, repeal the line. Here's that line again. He's just recycling that talking point. They can't be sued. The only one. Imagine had we done that with the tobacco manufacturers. That isn't true. That isn't true. If
0: they build a defective firearm that blows up in your hands, you can sue them. They're liable. You can't sue them for you purchasing a firearm and using it to shoot somebody else. Any more than you can sue a vehicle manufacturer for you buying a car and then running
1: over a crowd of people. We've been there before, but to subvert the entire election. You can't let this happen. tonight. You mean you can't allow yourselves to lose? Pass the freedom to vote act pass the john lewis
0: act voting rights act go screw yourself
1: it, pass the disclose act so americans know who's funding our
0: election look <laughs> would you guys like to disclose who's been funding your
1: campaigns justice Breyer, an army veteran constitutional scholar retiring justice leftist justice hack court. justice Breyer. Thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like how he felt the need to wear his judicial
0: robes to this thing. Like, what the hell is he doing? We all know. Is he gay? No matter
1: what your ideology
0: I don't know the, the body language. I, I honestly don't know if he's gay, but the body language just definitely strikes me as a gay man. The United States I'm going to bet five bucks at myself that he's gay.
1: As I did four days ago, I've nominated the Circuit Court of Appeals, Katanji Brown Jackson, one of our nation's top legal minds.
0: Who is black and a woman, and those were the only qualifications that mattered to you. And more importantly,
1: she's black and she's a woman. A former federal public defender, from a family of public school educators and police officers. She's a consensus builder. Since she's been nominated, she's received a broad range of support, including the Fraternal Order of Police and former judges supported by Democrats and Republicans. Folks, if we are to advance liberty and justice, we need to secure our border and fix the immigration system.
0: Where is that coming from? Secure the border? You've had the border open since you took office. You've been flooding illegal immigrants into red states in the middle of the night. What are you talking about?
1: Yes, I, I think we can do both. You've actively chosen to do neither. Technology Like cutting edge scanners to better detect drug smuggling. We've set up joint patrols with Mexico and Guatemala to catch more human traffickers. We're putting in place dedicated immigration judges and a significant larger number so families fleeing persecution and violence can have their curses, cases heard faster and those who don't legitimately hear can be sent back. We're screening, we're securing commitments everybody's supporting just... partners in South and Central America to host more refugees and secure their own borders. We can do all this while keeping lit the torch of liberty that has led the generation of immigrants to this land, my forebears and many of yours. Provide a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, those with temporary status. Farm workers. You mean people who came into this country illegally? So businesses have workers they need, and families don't wait decades to reunite. There are enough citizens in this country to
0: fulfill the opening jobs right now.
1: ...reform is supported by everyone, from labor unions to religious leaders to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Let's get it done once and for all. (laughs) Folks. Advancing liberty and justice also requires protecting the rights of women. The constitutional right, affirmed by Roe v. Wade, standing precedent for half a century, is under attack as never before. As it should be. We must protect access to health care. Preserve a woman's right to choose. And continue to advance maternal health care for all of America. They don't advance maternal health care.
0: How does abortion advance maternal health care? Piece of crap.
1: Let's finally get the Bipartisan Equality Act to my desk. The onslaught of state laws targeting transgender Americans and their families. It's simply wrong. What laws? ...to our younger transgender Americans. I'll always have your back as your president so you can be yourself and reach your God-given potential. Folks... He is out of his mind. As I've just demonstrated, what will often appears we do not agree. <laughs> and that we, we do agree on a lot more things than we acknowledge. I signed 80 bipartisan bills in the law last year.
0: How many executive orders did you push that were purely partisan? Asian-Americans
1: from still-too-common hate crimes to reforming military justice and we will soon be strengthening the Violence Against Women Act. Talk
0: about Asian hate crimes, but you'll never talk about the perpetrators of those crimes. And how will you? It's important for us to show... Unless it's a white guy who goes and shoots up a massage parlor because of his porn addiction and sex addiction.
1: Tonight, I'm offering a unity agenda for the nation. Four big things really? we can do together. After you labeled
0: half the nation as Jim Crow supporting racists, There's you're going to unite the nation? Good luck with that. There's so
1: much we can do. Increase funding for prevention, treatment, harm reduction, and recovery. Get rid of outdated rules and stop doctors and, and the, that stop doctors from pres- prescribing. It's the chick from Wakanda up there. <laughs> ...the flow of illicit drugs by working with state and local law enforcement to go after the traffickers. And if you're suffering from addiction, you know, you should know you're not alone. I believe in recovery, and I celebrate the 23 million, 23 million Americans in recovery. Second... reminds me, how's your uh, son Hunter doing? Especially among our children whose lives and education have been turned upside down. How's your
0: daughter doing? The American
1: Rescue Plan gave schools money to hire teachers and help students make up for lost learning. I urge every parent to make sure your school, your school does just that. They have the money. We can all play a part. Sign up to be a tutor or a mentor. Children were also struggling before the pandemic. Bullying, violence, trauma, and the harms of social media. As Frances Haugen, who is here tonight with us, has shown, we must hold. Oh my God! It's the, it's the predator for <laughs> profit. It's
0: important to note that this woman, who worked for Facebook, the whistleblower, talked about the the reports that Facebook buried regarding the impact of Instagram on young people. Wanted to have more control. She wanted to be the one in charge of limiting
1: speech on the Facebook. Demand tech companies. Stop. She's no hero. On our children. And let's get all Americans the mental health services they need. More people can turn for help and full parity between physical and mental health care if we treat it that way in our insurance. Look, The third piece of that agenda is support our veterans. <laughs> veterans are the backbone. What about our
0: citizens? What about the ones who have left to die in Afghanistan, Ukraine and Russia?
1: I've always believed that we have a sacred obligation to equip those we send to war and care for those in their family when they come home. My administration is providing assistance and job training, housing. Well, fixing the cost of medicine really ought to help
0: improve that coverage.
1: And our troops in Iraq have faced in Afghanistan faced many dangers, one being stationed at bases breathing in toxic smoke from burn pits.
0: What about the 13 servicemen that you got killed and kept checking your watch at at their funerals? In
1: Afghanistan, ...over 40 times. These burn pits that incinerate waste, the waste of war medical and hazards, material, jet fuel, and so much more. I just like how giddy Nancy
0: Pelosi is while he's talking about this stuff. She's smiling, she's jumping out of her seat,
1: she's got her hands clenched together, ready to... God. A cancer that would put them in a flag draped coffin. I know. Don't say it. Don't you invoke yourself. One of those soldiers was my son, Major Bowbite. Yep, there we go. I don't know for sure if the burn pit that he lived near, that his hooch was near, in Iraq and earlier than that, in Kosovo, is the cause of his brain cancer the disease of so many other troops. But I am committed to find out everything we can, committed to military families like Danielle Robinson from Ohio, the widow of Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson. He was born a
0: soldier. What about the 13 servicemen that you got killed, Joe?
1: Stationed near Baghdad, just yards from burn pits the size of football fields. Danielle is here with us tonight. They love going to Ohio State football games.
0: You really must not care a lot about your husband if you're standing up there supporting a man who got 13 servicemen killed and then checked his watch if they were being unloaded off the plane.
1: Ravaged Heath's lungs and body. Danielle says Heath was a fighter to the very end. He didn't know how to stop fighting. And neither did she. Through her pain, she found purpose to demand that we do better. Tonight, Danielle, we are going to do better. The VA, the VA is pioneering new ways of linking toxins exposure to disease, already helping more veterans get benefits. And tonight, I'm announcing we're expanding eligibility to veterans suffering from nine respiratory cancers. I'm also calling on Congress to pass a law to make sure veterans devastated by toxic exposure in Iraq and Afghanistan finally get the benefits and the comprehensive health care they deserve. And fourth and last, let's end cancer as we know it. This is personal. This is personal to me and to Jill and to Kamala and so many of you.
0: Neither you or Jill give a crap about any of your children. Every single person IN HIS FAMILY CARES ABOUT THEMSELVES SOLELY AND PURELY FOR Last THEMSELVES.
1: Time, I ANNOUNCED THE PLAN TO SUPERCHARGE THE CANCER MOONSHOT THAT PRESIDENT OBAMA ASKED ME TO LEAD SIX YEARS AGO. OUR GOAL IS TO CUT CANCER DEATH RATES BY AT LEAST 50% OVER THE NEXT 25 YEARS. WHAT IS HE TALKING years. ABOUT? We can do better than that. TURN CANCERS FROM DEATH SENTENCES INTO TREATABLE DISEASES. MORE SUPPORT FOR PATIENTS AND THEIR FAMILIES. To get there, I call on Congress to fund what I call ARPA-H, advanced, advanced Research Projects Agency for Health, pattern after DARPA in the Defense Department. Projects that led in... Do you have any idea
0: how much money has been poured into cancer research?
1: ...forces more safer and be able to wage war more with more... Clarity.
0: Apparently, Joe Biden has found the cure to
1: cancer to drive breakthroughs in cancer, Alzheimer's and diabetes, and more. A unity agenda for the nation. We can do these things. It's within our power. And I don't see a partisan edge to any one of those four things. My fellow Americans, tonight, we've gathered in this sacred space a citadel of democracy in this capital. Generation after generation, of Americans have debated great questions amid great strife and have done great things. We fought for freedom, expanded liberty, debated totalitarianism and terror. We built the strongest, freest, and most prosperous nation the world has ever known. Now is the hour, our moment of responsibility, our test of resolve and conscience. Of history itself. It is in this moment that our character of this generation is formed. Our purpose is found. Our future is forged. Well, I know this nation. We'll meet the test, protect freedom and liberty, expand fairness and opportunity, and we will save democracy as hard as those times have been, I'm more optimistic about America today than I've been my whole life, because I see the future that's within our grasp, because I know there's simply nothing beyond our, comas- our capacity. I think Mitch McConnell's dead. We're the only nation on earth that has always turned every crisis we faced into an opportunity. The only nation that can be defined by a single word, possibilities. What about the crises
0: that you started?
1: ...245th year as a nation... I've come to report on the state of the nation, the state of the union, and my report is this. The state of the union is strong because you, the American people, are all racist.
0: (laughs) Unless you disagree with me, in which case you're a Jim Crow supporting racist. You have crippled people today
1: in comparison to where they were a year ago. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time, and we will, as one people, (laughs) the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Go get who? What are you talking about,
0: you (laughs) demented old fuck?
1: Oh, my God. Oh my God.
0: Oh man. Wow. Um, so I wasn't wrong. Uh, it was awful. It was terrible. It was riddled with lies. Um, just to recap, Joe Biden blamed corporate greed for the inflation that we're currently seeing right now. That is a lie. Why? Because the pandemic happened primarily under Trump. It was ending just as Biden was taking office. Where was their corporate greed all throughout 2020? Where was their corporate greed then? It didn't seem to start until Biden took office, if it ever was the thing. And it's not, and he knows that. Uh, Biden blamed the pandemic for inflation. Let's go off on that. Um, No, the economy was opening back up under Biden. And yet people stayed home. They haven't gone back to work. Why? Because he paid them to stay home. He pumped trillions of dollars into an economy that was opening up anyways, which inflated the U.S. dollar. More goods, less demand, leads to inflation. Okay. He also jumped back on a number of things. uh, Defund the police, right? Um, Kind of knew that was coming. We started to see Nancy Pelosi walk that back saying we You know, defund the police is over. Right now, he's saying we need to fund the police. This coming from the man in the party who spent years saying that. Police were racist, we needed to defund them, we needed to rework the establishment, we needed to tear down the system, and he's just walking that back. He's a giant hypocrite, he doesn't give a crap about police unless it's politically convenient for him to do so. And it is politically convenient for the Democrats to do that right now, because murder rates and crime rates are going up in their cities, specifically because they chose to defund the police, and now they're acting as though that they were always on board for that. Um, they aren't, they're liars, they're damn liars. I will say the biggest um, flip for Biden that I really did not see coming was the border issue. This is a man who has actively, actively opened up the border, refused to patrol it, refused to secure it on any level whatsoever, who has rounded up illegal immigrants, put them on planes in the middle of the night and shipped them out to states all over the country right now, pumping, pumping them into red and blue states alike, okay? Okay. This is a man who filled up uh, illegal immigrant holding facilities to the tune of like uh, 300% capacity, right? We saw all the pictures of these these children, these people just standing up because there's no room to lay down, right? 20,000 children being held at the border and more people on their way right now. This is a guy who has done everything within his power to completely open our borders, to completely cripple our immigration, and there he is saying we need to secure the border and fix our immigration system. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm used to seeing politicians be hypocritical, but um, I, again, I did not see that coming. That is by far the most hypocritical thing I have ever witnessed in politics ever I I have nothing else to draw me from it's like Fidel Castro talking about civil liberties after he stripped people of their firearms and started throwing dissidents in jail it is absolutely insane and um, yeah that, that I will say just completely blew me away Other takeaways from this ridiculous, farcical speech of his. Um, We are going to cut the national deficit in half by the end of the year. That is a sales line that he's using to secure the midterms for his buddies. There is no way in hell they are going to cut the national deficit this year. And I do like how his proposed solution for cutting the national deficit in half is by adding to the national deficit by spending more money. I like how he said that he is a capitalist, and yet he wants to fix the prices of medicine. He wants to fix the prices of of uh, of goods and services by cracking down on these industries that, uh, that are engaging in corporate greed. That's the cause of inflation, right? He talks about being a capitalist, and yet he's talking about rich people paying their fair share. How much money did Elon Musk pay in taxes this year? It was over a billion dollars. I know that. I know that virtually all net taxes in this country are paid by people who are successful, who are extremely wealthy. All of it, when you factor in tax credits and other federal incentives, all net taxes are paid by wealthy individuals in this country. So what does that even mean, the fair share? And that's an argument that really bothers me because, guess what? I started a business. I started this business. I opened up an LLC for this podcast. I have ambitions of growing. I have ambitions of one day being able to turn a profit, bring on employees, be able to reach more people out there, be able to do more things creatively for this show. And guess what? That costs a lot of money. It's cost me a lot of money starting up this business so far. I had close to $20,000 in write-offs last year alone through travel, through gas, through expenses, through purchasing the equipment I needed to film this, for advertising that I put out to grow the channel the little bit that we did last year. It was really expensive. And guess what? If my ambitions of growing the business at all are ever going to be realized, it's going to take more money. It's going to be a larger expense on me. I am effectively living paycheck to paycheck right now to be able to do this show because it is important to me and because I have chosen this as my career and because I want to be committed to it. So I am set to live very frugally for this year, next year, for quite a while right now. And I am embracing that risk. And the idea, the idea that For me to have the audacity to one day want to be able to reap the rewards of that hard work and that sacrifice and that struggle, to be said that I'm not paying my fair share is laughable at best, especially when it's coming from a bureaucrat who has lived off of the public dime his entire life. He has not held a job in the private sector once, President Biden. Not once. And he's going to sit there and lecture me about paying my fair share. He's going to sit there and lecture other business owners out there about paying their fair share, all the while lying to you about people who make under $400,000 won't see an increase in their taxes, which is a lie. It doesn't include, include LLCs and corporations, right? It doesn't. It's just uh, it's just so much crap to break down in all of that. It is really, really uh, just infuriating to say the least. Um, what else? What else? Oh yeah the, uh, the, the the troop thing. we need to support our troops. This is a man who checked his watch who reportedly checked his watch every single time. One of the caskets of the 13 servicemen that he got killed in Afghanistan, and he did, he got them killed. It was his fault that 13 service members died in Afghanistan when he decided to abandon Bagram Air Base and let the Taliban take over with no resistance whatsoever. Every single casket, as it was unloaded from that plane, he checked his watch. He sat down and met with the members of the families, of the people who he got killed, and proceeded to talk exclusively about himself and his son, Beau. He does not care about service members. He does not care about their sacrifice. And by all available evidence, it doesn't really seem like he cares about his children in the slightest at all, Beau included, who he constantly uses as a story in order to elicit sympathy himself. He does not care about his children. He does not care about military members. He does not care about the police. He does not care about capitalism. He does not care about the border or immigration or voting rights. He is a liar. He is a dementia-ridden old fool. He is following Europe's lead against Russia right now. He is not leading them. He is not To blame for the unity that we are seeing in Europe. Rather, Europe's unity right now on the Ukraine matter is a result of his weakness and lack of leadership. Inflation is the result of, well, to an extent, the pandemic, to an extent, but it's primarily. As a result of his policies, his reckless spending, which he wants to continue to do, and he will bring out ch- diabetic children, and he will bring out the widows of service members, and point to them and say that if you don't agree with me on these policies, on this reckless spending that is yet to try and co- that I've yet uh, to try and spend here, it's because you don't care about orphans, you don't care about widows, you don't care about diabetic children. He's a feckless old fool. He is a has-been politician, and he is doing everything within his power to just pat himself on the back as he takes us further and further down the rabbit hole into hell. And that is the truth of Joe Biden and his State of the Union speech. Um, I hope it was as uh, enlightening and entertaining for you as it as it certainly was for me. But um, in any event, guys, that is my little... My little take on the situation. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you're having a, a good week and staying safe. But um, in any event, I am, as always, Joshua Stanko saying, stay safe, guys. Stay informed. Uh, God bless, and we'll catch you next week, okay?